Welcome to the New Zealand Tech Podcast, presented by Paul Spain and Anne Guest. Welcome along to the New Zealand Tech Podcast. This is episode 169. I'm Paul Spain, and with me is our super special <laughs> guest of the week. Di Henwood. Thank you very much. It's great to be back, Paul. I know. It's been, uh, it's been a bit too long, actually, since we've sat down and uh, chit-chatted about uh, tech and yeah. gadgetry and the like. Oh, the, um, the seasons have changed. My, the phones I'm carrying have changed again. Um, I remember last time we were talking a lot about um, phones and so forth. I believe I was on the S4 and the iPhone 5 at the time. I've now upgraded all. I'm on the Note 3 the Nexus 5 and the 5S, iPhone 5S. So out of those, what's your, what's your favourite? Well, the, or, or Or is it impossible to tell them? For me, what always drags me back to the iPhone is iMessage and AirPlay, to be honest. I've got a young baby, so being able to fling some YouTube clip to... I've got two Apple TVs in the house. I mean, I've obviously bought into the ecosystem um but then i because being a gmail user the nexus 5 i just quite like the um the feel of it it's got it's got a nice um nice feel and um the note 3 i really found the benefits of um some of the samsung features which i i have maybe derided in the past of i was down um at tedx in christchurch i was doing a talk there and um i did the my talk and then I had to do a job at the end of the day I had to wrap up everyone's um, speech that's not an easy thing to do no a big day like that no because also everyone the idea of TED is you're delivering so much information in five to ten minutes right and um, little features like um, being able to just look people up on the internet circle clippings and put them in a scrapbook and um, having the extra screen real estate of the note three to Sort of really hammer away when you're just standing side of stage because you can't really get your whole kit out. And no, but having a tablet in your pocket, which is effectively you know what these larger phones are, is, is pretty handy. Yeah, and because um, I'm and to use Google Drive and Google Docs and that, so it has a natural interface with that far better than the iPhone, like the loading time and so forth. So uh, I really found the benefit of that, and all it comes down to is I need to carry a lot of gadgets. No, there is no winner. There is no winner. If there's people out there, your fanboys on either side, give up. There's no winner. People, every device services different ecosystems. And um, you either, I mean, I like to have a foot in sort of a few camps. I find that Google's generally pretty good at access, like they make beautiful iOS apps. Mm. Um Granted, because of a few Apple sort of a, a bit closed, it makes it a bit harder for them to run properly in the background. Like, this is a big letdown I've found of iOS 7. There was this big promise of notifications between devices that were clear. So if you cleared notifications on your iPad, they'd disappear on your iPhone. That hasn't happened. And background apps working seamlessly that hasn't happened for me gmail won't load in the background so when i open it my emails are there which um it's little little things like that that they promised would be a big change but yeah and sometimes it it. might be an interpretation of what you expect that promise to be 
as opposed to what they've actually delivered and, and, and implemented. Yeah, and I think I, I, what I took away from it was whenever iOS 7 was talked about by Apple, they managed to talk about the whole of iOS 7 in about five to six minutes. Like, they very much glossed over it. Sure. So it did leave you assuming the best, maybe. Now, um, something I've had some interesting experiences recently is uh, with navigation software. And I had, oh, yeah. a, I had a particular instance uh, uh, v- visiting um, some friends in, uh, in, in Melbourne, a uh, friend who's a broadcaster over there. And uh, I worked out my time to get to the airport and I thought, yeah, I'll allow a little bit of extra time, have my rental car and so on. And uh, in this case, I was using the, um, the Hair Drive app, which is, which is the Nokia, Nokia one. Yeah. And I sort of chop and change depending on what device I'm on. Um, but you know, one thing with that, it's very good at being able to download lots of maps for wherever you are in the world. Um, but it also brings up supposedly the live uh, traffic info. So here was me thinking, oh yeah, this can tell me about the traffic, so I'll be fine. A Thirty-seven minute journey. Hey, it's going to be forty-nine minutes today because of the traffic. So um, I followed its instructions, and um, an hour uh, an hour later, yeah. uh, I was still less than a K from, from the house and uh, <laughs> queuing to get onto the motorway. Wow. Um, so, so I'm sort of learning that, that sometimes the technology doesn't, uh, doesn't you know, quite deliver as you might, might like it to. Uh, and, yeah, I'm spending more time now juggling between them. And obviously we've got Waze now, which is, well, it's been around for a long time, but now a Google product, so... We're expecting maybe a bit more uh, development. To well, go they into have that. integrated ways into Google now. The the um, traffic time is integrated into it. And I was about, so is that drawn from yeah, ways? So is that what I've, you're seeing I, within Google Maps? Yeah. Uh, now Google, now yeah. you see um, the traffic time changes and the route changes. Yeah. Um, and because I've I've been in this position as well, like mm, mm. being a television comedian, I gig in places like Morinsville, for instance, um, quite You must often. have real traffic jams in some, <laughs> in some of those locations. Yeah, like, I, I was like, well, how long will it take me to get from the, uh, you know, but, the local motel um, to uh, to City Hall in uh, Morinsville? Oh, I'm next door to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, um, for instance, I'll be often pushing it back and like my, a gig for me will be at 8 o'clock. So if I'm heading down to Hamilton from Auckland, mm, mm. it's that's a nightmare. Yeah. Right, so I I had this sort of folder of various apps. The Auckland Traffic Cam app is awesome. It sort of gives you all the different points. I thought I'll try data points. I'm very untrustworthy yeah, when yeah. it comes to anyone telling me what the traffic conditions are. Well, like. if it's going to completely mess up a yeah a gig yeah. for you, you've got to make sure you're there. Yeah, exactly. Right, right and like like I'm, I get a bit paranoid about time, so I, I like to look at it. And I've found over the last few journeys. I use both, like I'll use Apple Maps and then Google just to see which routes. Apple hasn't got to grips with New Zealand very well in terms of what is the fastest route. No, in fact, if you'd you'd come to the office today using your Apple Maps, you would have found an illegal turn across a... uh, um, a traffic island that's been, oh, yeah. that's been at the top of our street for uh, about seven, eight, maybe even ten years now. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it, Apple still doesn't actually know that know that it exists. I know, but the the Google, I must say, n- nailed it the last couple of times mm-hmm. in terms of the where the traffic is, in terms of adjusting routes, and um, in terms of their timing was impeccable. So I think they're 
Google really is, I think they, the products that they want to own, like search, maps, and email, they obviously put a lot into the back end of because they do work pretty seamlessly. I mean, I see people like with Gmail people throwing their hands up in the air and went down for 15 minutes. How much, how, what about the rest of your software? How much does it crash? How much does the operating system on your computer crash? Like 15 minutes once a year is nothing. Yeah, and if and if it is just you know once a year and you're not even using it, which you know it's often the case for yeah. people, then you wouldn't you wouldn't know. And like um, the power in my house goes out for longer than that once a year. So I mean, I think they do do quite a good yeah, job. Well, if of, you've paid your bill on time, oh, is that their shit? Yeah, I yeah, knew there was yeah, something. Yeah, it's because they're sending it to me in a paper form. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Um, Maps, lots of choices, um, but j- jumping to uh, a couple of bits of sort of um, well, local related news. Um, now we bagged Vodafone here a little bit on the on the on the show um, a couple of weeks back. Yeah, don't bring me into this, mate. Um, not we. And, I've got nothing uh, to do with this. <laughs> the royal we. Um, yeah. <laughs> those of us that were on that were on that week. Um, no, the the, uh, the thing that. I guess upset me was they had uh, moved from this double your data type thing. You pay an extra thirty bucks if you go over your limit, thirty bucks, and you get you know twice as much data, which seemed good value. Yeah. Uh, but they moved to a dollar a dollar a gig uh, for the overage, which hey, on a two fifty gig plan, paying an extra two hundred fifty bucks if you if you want that much extra data. Um, good news over the last couple of days, they've um, they've fixed that. Uh, whether from listening to uh, to NZ Tech podcast or whether that they just uh, you know smart planning ahead, uh, but they have just bumped that plan from two fifty gigs to five hundred gigs for uh, for the same price, which I thought was that's a good is, that's is, a good swag is, is quite good. Because so. to be honest, like I can remember a few years ago, you know, two fifty gigs, you'd on a, you'd have a, the castle moment. You go tell him he's dreaming. I'll never get through two fifty gigs, but I mean. Once you've done one update for an Xbox One game, there's about 720 gigs. Like, I, December when I got, was it December or no? When the Xbox One came out. Mm, grabbed mm, that yeah, first yeah. night. And you got updates to pull down and then so you want to pull I get, down get home, get home all excited, plugged it in. I'm a day before my cap. Right, and so, so I'm I'm an avid Netflix user. I've sort of got the workaround VPN going, so I'm I'm hammering through a lot of data. I think, oh, here we go. It's midnight. I'm knackered. I'm gonna plug in my Xbox. So just to, you know, when you, when you get an Xbox, don't expect to be playing games when you get it. Like expect to your first session is setting it up, getting and, the, getting those. So I get downloads. all the downloads going. Yeah, yeah. Um, Microsoft been being kind enough to give me a few download codes, so put those in. Yeah, yeah. Then I was a bit dazed and confused. I didn't quite see what I'd set up, how much I'd set up. I'd set up 37 gigs to download, and I don't know wh- <laughs> how the how, how I don't know the, the back end of how this works. Like for instance, when you download from iTunes, you get very quick download speeds, mm, mm. and um, with the Xbox, you get very reasonable downloads. Yeah, speeds. yeah, they're generally very snappy. I mean, you you watch a you think, oh, this is going to take forever, and actually they move through them pretty quick. Right? So I hammered through 37 gigs and. and about about I'd say twenty four hours, yep. and I hadn't really processed it. Then I got my bill and went, "Oh shivers, slightly gone over my cap." 
<laughs> but Cap, this it is two fifty. It's pretty easy to easy to get through. Yeah. So who are you? Who are you with? And how they how do they charge for that overage? Well, I'm with um, Telecom at the moment, and um, I must say I've had um, great service with them. I've always um, and with them it was I just upped. I got upped, and um, I got an add on. That, that put on because to be honest, like I ended up only going twenty gigs over the actual because I, I think I'm on two fifty. Oh, I am on two fifty, mm. and um, so I only went twenty gigs over. So I ended up only paying about twenty bucks, which right. wasn't too bad. But so they're doing a similar sort of thing where you're paying for the the exact amount of uh, usage. So I guess that's the that's sort of the challenge, isn't it? If you're someone that actually is going close to your cap, you either want to get a much bigger cap so you can just you know, chill out about it and not worry that you're going to get hit with a big bill or unlimited plans. Yeah, like with, with friends, I've been telling them, uh, friends who aren't sort of tech savvy, I've just been saying, look, sit down every couple of months and look at your phone bill, look at your home phone and internet bill and have a look around because it's very easy to swap. And the market at the moment is so hot competition-wise, both in mobile and in um, home broadband, that you can change and get an amazing deal. And to be honest, I don't know, I haven't actually seen speed tests between different ISPs, but it's pretty much of a muchness in New Zealand. There, there is a good track sort of kept on that, and um, the the sort of, I guess, the common trend that I've seen is the, the bigger players... Um, tend to be the most consistent, so the telecoms and Vodafones, um, who have got deep pockets to always have enough sort of international bandwidth available, and whereas some of the other providers will will vary in terms of what their speeds are. And uh, you know there have been there have been a few issues over time with some of the some of some of the uh, smaller players who have had blocks of time where they've been really poor performers. Yeah. Um, so it's worth having a look at that. I think uh, there's TrueNet who keep a keep a track on that. Um, and in fact, GeekZone is a really good place to go online if you're wa- yeah. wanting to make a decision. Go and have a look there because there's a lot of discussion. You'll see, you know, what people are really pleased with, and you know, where where maybe they're tearing their hair out because they can't get support. Um, so that that's you know when you're looking at a at a connection for your home, that's uh, that's a great place to sort of now, look and, and figure it Paul- out. I've been chasing the mythical unicorn that is UFB, right? <laughs> the rollout. Here's, here's my rollout strategy. Hits my area, my whole area out in Avondale, yeah, you're 2019. A- then maps get updated. The maps get updated. The heat happens. I put a, hear a bit of word on Twitter from a Chorus. It's hitting Avondale. It's hitting your street. I look at their map, the rollout stops one house away from me. I ring <laughs> Chorus and go, look, mate, what do, will it take for you to roll it out one more house? Like I'm talking, I'll pay you 10 grand cash money to your dude who shows up to do it. And they went, no, nah, no way, we can't do it. Your rollout's still 2019. <laughs> like, <laughs> I... And honestly, I've, we, we had a street party at our area. We, yeah. we had these sort of 
block parties. Like, don't think David Chappelle block party. Think more <laughs> mid-40s white dudes block party. Um, and I'm literally the only person who care about UFB. Right? And yep. it's like, I, I've been waiting for this. And I think I'm going to have to leave my house and go and live somewhere else when the chorus people are putting it in. So, the point of this is, if anyone out there knows how to do a good old number eight wire, sort of steal your mate's UFB, give us a, hit us up. <laughs> well, it depends how well you get on with your neighbours, because there would definitely be some, some techniques for... Uh for being able to do that. Oh, and now that your neighbour's heard your $10,000 cool. um, offer, and if he hasn't, I'll be going to visit <laughs> him and say, uh, look, I'll give you 5000 Because <laughs> I think you can, buy, you can buy a good Ethernet cable that's about 60 foot long for $12.95 on Trade Me at the moment. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to sign a deal on this here and now. Um, <laughs> No, it, it, it is, it's a frustrating thing, you know, just because of the size and the nature of the project they've got to do. You, at some stage, have to draw some, uh, I, you know, draw some lines. But, uh, yeah, you're, I, I've heard many people complain, saying, oh, it's just at the end of my street. Why can't they do this? It's, you know, oh, it's just a few doors down, but they have it oh, right, can, ne- right next door. I completely understand because, like, <laughs> honestly, rolling it out is, especially in a country where, where no one's got deep pockets to, like, commit to doing the whole country at once. But when you go May 2014 versus May 2019, it's not like, sweet, well, we'll do you next year. It's like, we're doing this. We're taking off. Then we'll come back in five years. Yep, yep. Um, now, I mean, talking about um, providers to, to look at, um, we might jump in and sort of talk, talk mobile in a minute. But um, in, in terms of getting your home internet connection, there is a new player, which we haven't actually mentioned before. They've been um, floating around for the last few months um, out of telecom. They've got their digital ventures unit, which is you know, designed to basically come up with all sorts of new products and services and, and things from a, um, yeah, a sort of a startup mentality. So they sit alongside or as a oh, sort nice. of separate team, not the core of, of telecom. Um, and things that they've been working on have been, uh, you know, like the uh, um, electronic payment that sits in your cell phone and, and, and the like. So um, when I tested uh, a telecom phone last year with this sort of integrated uh, credit card that, that had come from their team, they've, um, they've been involved in putting together a new ISP within telecom. We've heard of Skinny, the, the new mobile yeah. side. Uh, they've got bigpipe.co.nz, which, you know, as its name suggests, you would you would expect to be able to get um, you know some some fat speeds out of them. Um, so they're just in the process of launching launching now. Um, they have been floating around say for a few months, and anyone that uh, uh, I think joins joined up certainly in those first uh, period um, they didn't even build them. Um, and I'm not sure that they're actually, they've started billing yet. So it's possible if you jumped on board with them now. Um, you might still get here. They're saying it's um, it's free up until end of March. So um, if if you're looking for somebody that you know sort of has a good back end, which telecom obviously does in terms of international bandwidth, but you're looking for maybe an unlimited plan, something like that, um, they've got uh, they've got a ninety nine dollar a month um, VDSL uh, plan, which is unlimited. But VDSL and, has to be available in your area. Yep, though. and a seventy nine dollar a month. ADSL plan for uh, yeah for, for naked ADSL. So um, anyway, just another option for people to. Uh, so would that naked ADSL be faster than telecom standard? 
I don't think it'd be faster than your standard offering, but you're you're only paying ninety nine dollars if you happen to use lots and lots and lots of data, yeah, rather true. than if you're paying. You mentioned you know that extra twenty dollars in your month that would have uh, yeah would have blown you right you know well past the ninety nine dollar. And do they so, have any um, any T's and C's on throttle it? There's always terms and conditions. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't gone through and read them, but. Um, Anyway, just just a new ISP people may want, yeah, to, want to have a look at and uh, work out whether whether it's relevant. Well, this falls back into that situation of always keep your eye out. Exactly. So, um, talking of sort of shopping around and, and looking for different providers, when we were talking earlier, Di, you were mentioning um, two degrees. Now, we, we mentioned a while ago about some of these new plans that they brought out that sort of allow you to start, uh, you know, sharing your calls and your data and so on. At some rather, you know, rather sharp pricing. We've seen this sort of thing happen in America and other markets, but this was sort of the the first of it here. Um, what's what's been your impression of uh, of that? Is well, it, has I, it given um, you more data, or has it cut, cut your costs? What's been the benefit? I, um, I made the move to uh, uh, two degrees. They were, um, I mean, it was a sort of special case scenario. I've got um, friend a friend of mine who I used to live with, Reese Darby's, obviously very associated with them. And did their whole sort of campaign. I met met a couple of cats from Two Degrees, and they sort of they paid my um, termination fee to leave um, my previous provider. And um, now I'm just on normal customer with them, mm-hmm. um, so I'm I'm just paying my bill as normally. And um, I've set it up. I'm maybe a maybe a sort of an outlier case because I have not many people probably have three phones a need for three phones that are all running data and so forth and a um and an ipad well there are quite a few tech enthusiasts that uh you know gadget yeah. lovers that carry a number of phones exactly um, because they're it doesn't they don't fit the bill or each one doesn't fit the bill perfectly so i've got um my wife and um and she's got her whole plan shares data basically we're all on the share everything Plan mm. and I've found it comes in about eighty bucks cheaper. Granted, you don't have any four G um, coverage, but I I must say even even though I'm travelling a lot, I'm tethering a lot. Three um, G's pretty pretty worthy. I mean, I'm still having no issues with streaming streaming YouTube or whatever. But um, I've I've found the plans very nice. I've found the interface very user friendly. They've updated their sort of apps on the on the phones. Um, it's very easy to purchase extra um, extra gigs when you need to purchase a pack. And if anything, the the reasons why I left um, Telecom, who I was with at the time, they've now sort of they're they're catching up. And um, the the best thing to be at the moment, I feel, as a consumer, because the second one two degrees starts making some inroads and actually taking customers. Then these other people go. We've got to. We've got to make it easy to buy three more gigs. And to be honest, I, I went on a big tour at the end of last year, and I knew I was ha- having to shift a lot of um, data. And I just bought for ninety bucks twelve gigs, and, um, and just having that sitting there. When when you're going into a hotel and you get to pay twenty four ninety five for a hundred megs, oh, you know, nuts, which is barely it? an email signature. It's ridiculous. So I, I've had a good experience with them. Granted, their um, coverage might not be the strongest. It's, it's the first, uh, first time in a long while I've been on to Edge. 
um, and a oh, few really? places yeah. where yeah, they the uh, E up there. 2.5G or whatever it is, Edge Network. Yeah, but still being able to stream a podcast, however. So, That's good. As long as you can listen into the NZ Tech Podcast Diet, what else is there, That mate? is all you need. <laughs> Okay, um, now a few other bits of, bits of um, topics we wanted to chat through. I guess the, 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 the big one uh, is all about Samsung. Next week we've got uh, the uh, Samsung Galaxy S5 and, and the um, Galaxy Gear 2, right? They're, that's the word is. The, they're, the uh, they're, out they're, there. They're, they're launching. I'm going to a breakfast that, that may or may not be the S5. <laughs> Who knows? Well, yeah, there's, the, there's sort I, of I this, don't know. It could be something out of left field. <laughs> it could be the S Tally or the S Car. Oh, it's it's kind of funny, isn't it? How they uh, they won't confirm what it is, but you know, actually, they've pretty much confirmed what it is to point of view where you'd be a hundred percent sure. I feel sorry for any company and any PR company in the age of the internet, right? Because there's someone who's sitting in a um, factory in Korea or a factory in China who's released some photos somewhere along the line. The whole world knows, but the company and the PR company have to hold their line. Yeah, no, no, we've got no new products coming. uh, No idea what 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 we're talking about. Uh, But no, I I must say I'm quite quite excited about the S5 because I definitely feel... The design cues might move away from the S3 and the S4 were very similar. S4 was an iteration move off the S3, both in sort of um, design and software. And this is time for a new new sort of dawn. So why aren't you using a Galaxy S4? Why isn't that one of your, your gadgets? Is it because of the, 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 the Note 3 delivers yeah, the, the, the biggest screen real a, estate in the stylus, and that's, and that's I had better a, for you? I had a Note 3. Um, then I was using an S4 for a bit, and I must say I really missed the stylus. I had a Note 2, sorry, using an S4 for a while, missed the stylus, and then got the, the Note 3. And for me, the Note 3 is the perfect companion device to um, an iPhone or a Nexus 5 or whatever because the screen real estate is wonderful. That using two, um, being able to use two parts of it, having browser open and Twitter open, I find... Um, very useful. When I'm on the road, I'm in a van a lot, so I'm doing a lot of triaging emails and doing some writing in a van. Uh, laptops, a bit ungainly. Even even an iPad or a, a bigger tablet's a bit ungainly. Yep. The Note 3 definitely hits a, hits a good size. And um, I'll be intrigued to see whether the S5 stays at the same size. Have you heard anything? Yeah, so, I mean, there's been, there's been various sort of rumours around... Um um, lots of stuff. What I have, I haven't. Um, yeah, I'm not not confident what the screen size is going to be. There's been talk of it being uh, having 16 megapixel camera, um, screen being sort of yeah edge to edge, um, full HD, or maybe a step up to a sort of a 2560 type of uh, resolution on the screen, um, which is pretty, pretty phenomenal bad. if that happens because that's I mean. Yeah, you look at a big screen, and there aren't you know there aren't many monitors that that display above that uh, that that full HD uh, resolution. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious what's going to happen on the software side as well. Oh yeah, I mean, see, well, maybe something will come out to rival iMessage. Maybe there might be a messages or an SMS. <laughs> SMS. 
because you know that's that I think to be honest I mentioned it before iMessage is one of the few things that keeps me sort of with with that big foot in the in the Apple camp because well Samsung have already got their own their own messaging which can run on other platforms but um, you know it's just not in in broad you know in broad broad usage um, because it does you're not sort of I guess. You're not forced into using it, right? Yeah, it doesn't whereas, just sort of happen by default. Yes, whereas when you're on an um, iPhone and um, yeah, within the Apple ecosystem, um, yeah, you send a text and it it figures out actually whether it's going to deliver it over yeah over the SMS network or, or through iMessages. As you found out when you texted me this morning, and I got a massive <laughs> shock. I thought there's a glitch in the matrix. I'm sending an iMessage to Paul Spain. What's going on here? Because well, I I feel bad. I knew it was time to, to take a step away from Apple when I was getting angry at my friends when I was sending a group message and they weren't on iMessage and they were this green thing. I went, I'm getting angry at my friends because of Apple. They're, they're, they're drawing me away from my social circle. I need to step out and just start using standard text messaging. But the, the problem is, right, I send a lot of videos. Having a one-year-old, you send a lot of videos and pointless pictures between yourself and your wife. iMessage, I, I turn, when I'm turn iMessage off, I'm going to go cold turkey. I'm going to go back to old school SMS. And then my, being on two degrees, they don't have a sort of MMS rate. So mm-hmm. my bill, sharing everything, because my wife's flinging around yeah, pictures, I'm yeah, flinging yeah. around pictures and videos, yeah. went through the roof. So then flicked it on again yeah, because yeah. it didn't save 50 bucks a month. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, that's, um, yeah, it's well worth considering. Um, yeah, so, so some, there, there is some specs out there suggesting um, a five and a quarter inch screen. Oh, for, yeah. So for the, um, for the S5 um, and three gigs of um, of RAM plus... Three gigs of RAM? Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, so, yeah. Be able to play Flappy Bird on that. <laughs> Let me tell you that, with three sure. gigs of RAM. I'll be able to get a score higher than three. I'm not sure that actually will help you in your game of uh, <laughs> Flappy Bird's die. Uh, <laughs> love it. Um, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting as we, you know, these things sort of keep getting getting bigger and better, what that will actually mean for future versions of Android, you know, how much RAM will you actually need for the next version? Why are they putting three in there? Is that to give it a bit of future proof for 5.0, 4. 4.5? Um, you know, or or is it just for, you know, that bit of multitasking and, and running well, multiple apps? I have been reading some on. interesting articles on the idea of uh, are specs redundant? Um and that is not necessarily the f- at the forefront of your average consumer's mind now because it's, yeah, it's th- not. This, there's so many phones rolling around um, in the studio that we're in. They're all comparative. None of, none of these phones you pick up, whether it be from bloody BlackBerry through to HTC through to an Apple through to Samsung, you're not going to pick up any of them and go, this is so sluggish. Mm, like, mm. So now I think it's the thing of you're definitely seeing people compete on design points, um, differentiation of software. Like, um, you know, for instance, you can see the Android ecosystem really to, to a layman is not the Android ecosystem. You're in different, like HTC, Samsung and Google sort of, um, Google, just stock Google, are yep. very different um, experiences to your normal person. And they, they would put them down to brands rather than they're all from the mm, same mm, same mm. sort of mother. And um, 
weather it now as full personal preference. I like, you know, I like these coloured Nokia Windows phones, you know, because they have such a distinct look. Or, um, like, I know people who just, they love the Samsung, the feel of Samsung. So they will always yeah. buy Samsung. Well, it's got to come got... down to sort of the look and, and the experience. And if you get that right, does it matter what the spec is in behind the scene? You know, if it delivers a great, you know, you, and I had someone the other day saying, Paul, all I want is a phone that can do really, really, really good photos. That's 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 the number one, you know, thing that they wanted in their in their smartphone. And I mean, they wouldn't know that probably that you know the the technical difference between a five megapixel and a twenty megapixel camera, but they'd know how good the photo actually looks once they flick it up onto their TV, exactly. or it's a night shot, or it's a it's a you know it's a. Uh, yeah, video, etc. You can you can tell that difference, and it's, well, it's got to come I, down to those things, doesn't it? It's like I had a I've got a friend who's he's a DJ over in um in the Aussie. He's very he's not a, a fully tech guy, um although most DJs are. But he was looking at tablets, right? Mm, mm. And he's a he's a Google guy. He's an Android guy, and he was asking me about my opinion on tablets. And I was asking what he wants it for, and he says for music creation. And I said, well, unfortunately. You're going to have to go an iPad just because of the back end, um, the in, in Android with latency. That mm, mm, you mm. know, if you if your sole aim is to be creating music on this, then unfortunately that is your best um, that is your best bet. You're going to have to buy into that. But the different things, and and a lot of people only have that one or two use cases. You know, like most people, to be honest. If you look at how they use, like I was, I've been staying with a lot of relatives who are on their smartphones, nieces and nephews, they literally use Facebook. Like you could mm. just have mm. Facebook and an internet browser on there and the ability to text. No calls. You know, you don't need three gigs of RAM to use Facebook. And you're right about the no calls. It's becoming, uh, yeah, becoming less and less. Whereas, you know, for, for those of us that had... You know, phones in the in the in the nineties. You know, it was to start with. That was all they could do. So that was what you were getting it oh, for because yeah. you wanted to be able to yeah, make receive calls. I tell you, calls, texting calls on, on my phone. Alcatel One Touch Easy wasn't the you know wasn't the most enjoyable experience. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they were they were a good uh, they were a good cheap phone. They were a great phone. Nothing wrong with them. Um, now, just a couple of um, last things, sort of before we uh, before we wrap up. Um, Obviously, next ne- ne- next week is kind of the the big week in Barcelona, isn't it? So Barcelona. So this is where the mobile world uh, gathers together for Mobile World Congress. Um, so the Samsung announcements pinned for there, um, probably a bunch more. Um, also, Microsoft have been uh, yeah busy beavers uh, behind the scenes working on their new. Uh, Windows Phone 8.1, which, you know, it's coming some way behind Windows 8.1 itself. Um, uh, here's my one question with Windows 8.1. Let's hear it. Are they going to roll it out to every Windows Phone? If you have a Windows Phone, or are they going to have an absolute moose and disaster like they did last time where they rolled it out to a few phones and then 15 months later they sort of put it on? You know, because I feel... Windows Phone. I mean, you got to 
you love them like your dungy cousin. You know, they're at the party. Not a lot of people talk to them, but yeah, they're, they're, they're really mucking in and having a good time. Oh, you know? I love it. So, <laughs> so the thing is, they really need to, I feel, get it out to everyone. Because mm. people who are on well, Windows Phone, of... I talk to developers who develop for it. Mm. I talk mm. to people who use it. They love it. So mm. Mm. be mm. generous. Get it out to everyone. Yeah, well, I think... Um... Their their system is that every phone, you know, that's got Windows Phone eight gets the yeah the upgrades for two years and so on. They're sort of somewhere between where Android is and where iOS is, which those two those two are a lot are a long way apart um, in terms of updates. A lot of Android devices that just gets you know stuck, and I've got you know a few of them around here that you know already. Yeah, you know, they're they're not very old, but you know we've been told. Oh no, that's as far as that's going to go as Android four point two. Yeah, I, I I personally feel it's a moot argument. People in the Apple camp who go, oh well, Apple just you get your update, mate. You want iOS seven, you've got it. That's a moot point because Apple are dealing with one piece of hardware, right? Exactly. Like, and, there, and there to be honest, your iPhone four and your iPhone five is technically is one piece of hardware. They're operating the same. Bits to up, up yeah. Well, they, Whereas, control, they control the whole thing, and I guess that's why Microsoft. Partly why Microsoft has sort of said, "Look, this thing's not available for just anyone. You've you know you've got to go through a process. We're going to limit the number of devices and so on." And it does mean that they can usually get those updates out um, pretty good with you know a few a few exclusions. But I think at this stage, everyone. Uh, every phone's had access to pretty much to all the updates. Certainly in New Zealand, there's one phone I think I've heard of in the US that that maybe isn't getting the very latest update. Um, so I don't know how they're going to get around that because they have said phones will get updates for uh, you know for a full and, two years. And to be honest, if you do have one of these random sort of old phones that falls outside of that, I don't know how much you are searching for the update. You know, like if you're running an older a phone that's two years out of date, you're probably mm. not that mm. concerned with getting notification centre and on your Windows phone. Yeah, well, um, if yeah, if, I mean, if your phone's on Windows Phone Seven, you're you're stuck anyway because that doesn't that didn't you know to go to eight, you needed an eight eight base phone. Uh, but yeah, they've got the Action Centre, which is you know a whole whole bunch of. Uh, controls and so on in there. There's a whole lot um, of stuff, basically, that's leaked. They put in ar- the start button back around, into it? <laughs> into the phone. How funny would that be? Well, actually, it used to be there. And, it did. Uh, the, the early Windows mobiles, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Their Cortana, which is their, their personal um, assistant. which They've is, got to keep... I know that's like a code name. They've got to keep with Cortana. It's cool, isn't it? And, and they've got to keep with Cortana. I mean, because I'm a, I'm, I'm a Halo geek from... From way back, they've they've got to go with Cortana. Well, they're using this. They're using the same voice, I think, aren't they? Oh, yeah, uh, they got it voiced by the same person that did, did, did the um, um, character from um, from the game. So uh, from Halo. So yeah, I mean, and the, I mean, there's 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 lots and lots of stuff that's been uh, been leaking around that. So uh, if you if you're interested in the uh, in what's happening in, in Windows Phone, go go and have a look. There's um, um, there's all sorts. Of, every few days, we seem to be getting more little leaks and and uh, and bits and pieces around uh, what's happening. Uh, podcasting support, apparently, they've nailed it, and uh, that's really really good anywhere in the world now, which they've had some issues with in the past. Uh, so, you know, obviously of interest to anyone listening to this uh, that's using Windows Phone. Um, but that's probably us for uh, for oh, this lovely. time around. Die. Um, very good to catch up. Pleasure to be back in the studio. 
And uh, yeah, so thanks everyone for listening in. Uh, now, Di, where do we where do we track you down uh, online? Track me down. I'm at Di Henwood on um, Twitter. I have DVD out for sale for a ten dollar download. Go to diespace.com. I just love that URL. Yeah, and you can you can um, either buy a physical copy or just get a, a sweet ten dollar download. Cool and. Um, Anything else sort of happening for you? A bit of tripping around the country Well, we, we start recording seven days again. It goes to air this, um, this Friday night. We're recording down in um, Dunedin, and I was just telling you before the show, we've got, we're, we're at 4,500 tickets so far, so we're expecting it's going to be a great crowd down there. So launching into that um, and just keeping on, keeping on doing sort of bits and bobs and, and always got a few projects in the pipeline. Oh, that's good. Well, we'll look forward to uh, to hearing a bit more about those uh, next time around.